0: You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the latest edition of the QSR Web Podcast with me, QSR Web Editor Shelly Whitehead. And today we have a man at the head of two brands that will hopefully soon be turnaround stories, Quiznos and Taco Del Mar. Stay with us because coming up next is Rego Restaurant Group CEO Tim Casey right after this.
0: Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. Okay
1: now. Let's just be frank. Times have been tough for the sandwich brand Quiznos and its relatively recently added Mexican QSR sister, Taco Del Mar. But now these two limited service names have reignited under parent company, Rigo Restaurant Group, by Capital Partners. And the man in charge, Rigo, is with us today in the form of president and CEO, Tim Casey. Welcome, Tim.
0: Thank you, Shelley. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today.
1: It is on my part as well. Now, you know, it's been covered quite well how both of these brands might have aired their way into problems before being acquired by your company. And I know you've studied it in depth. But today, I really want to push firmly forward and get your take on Why Quiznos stands out in the sandwich category and why Taco Del Mar brings something new to the Mexican limited service table?
0: You know, both great questions. And Shelley, I'll start by talking about uh, Quiznos. And clearly, back in the day when Quiznos was first on the scene, they were the pioneers. They were the pioneers in toasting subs. Uh, But also, they were the first to really go into this idea of craveable recipes on a sub sandwich. And I remember this primarily as a consumer at the time, and I just remember uh, there was this steady flow of innovative flavors coming out in the way of their subs. Their sauces were uh, both craveable and unique, and they really carved out A very interesting space um, in the sandwich category. Not only were they toasting the bread and coming up with these innovative flavors, but uh, they were the first to really slice fresh meats in-house. And at the time, that was unique. It doesn't sound very unique today, but uh, in its day, they were the only ones doing it and they were doing it extraordinarily well. And because of that, Uh, The brand grew and because of that the brand continues today to have great consumer awareness Before I even joined I became aware of just how solid the consumer awareness is today And it's not just that the consumer remembers the name the the consumer remembers Quiznos very very fondly and Their biggest question today is why aren't there more of them? Why aren't you closer to me? And I'll share a quick story with you uh, we were at an event at Red Rocks earlier this year where Quiznos was the premier food provider at a Red Rocks venue. And the line at the Quiznos was enormous compared to any other food offering at Red Rocks. And when you talk, when you listen to what the people were saying about the brand, there was this energy. There was this nostalgia of wow, why isn't there one close to our house? So Uh, That is the kind of awareness that was created because of how unique it was at the time. And then obviously today, uh, it's gone through a period of time where it just didn't continue to evolve as brands have to. And the competitive space got just that, more competitive. That's where the brand is today. And we're excited to be leading the charge to revitalize, to reinvigorate, and to bring back that differentiation to this very special brand and um, really fulfill what I think the customers are looking for today. Chaco Del Mar, very different, uh, different and yet similar. Uh, different in that it doesn't have that national exposure, that national awareness that Quiznos enjoys. But regionally, when that brand was founded and when it launched, it was very unique and very special to those consumers in the northwest region of the uh, the country. They kind of launched this brand with this vibe, this uh, this very unique vibe called um, "Unleash Your Inner Baja." And the whole idea was, let's do the unchain thing that the chains can't do. Let's be unique. Let's be a little bit bold. Um, Let's be willing to do things that these conservative chains aren't willing to do. And they had a really unique vibe. And not only was the interior uh, of the restaurants that unique vibe, but the menu was as well. And then similar to Quiznos, as time passed and it became acquired by a very, very large brand, uh, focus was lost. They failed to continue to evolve as well. And uh, now we have the pleasure of having both of those in the portfolio. The first two brands in the portfolio, a portfolio that will be somewhere probably between 10 to 12 restaurants um, at its largest. Fun brands to work with, a lot of opportunity to both have, and uh, very competitive, uh, but a great space for the consumers
1: kind of fun for you with all that variety um if you're ultimately building up to a dozen brands so that'll be fun to watch you know i understand rego will work with both of these brands from a shared services model they kind of take some advantage of the efficiencies that it offers while also i understand there's a center of excellence for rego brands How will those take shape and how will they work to relaunch these brands and maybe others in the future?
0: So, of paramount importance to the Rego portfolio was building a a team in the support center that, number one, had tremendous experience revitalizing brands um, and, number two, had passion for it because, as you know, Shelly, this is heavy lifting. You know, when brands have gone through a period of time when they haven't evolved and the competition has come in and uh, carved out their space in the industry, you know, for brands to get uh, get that luster back, it's, it's heavy lifting. It takes a lot of experience and a lot of passion to do it. So step one was to really build an executive team here that was experienced and passionate about this type of Uh, brand revitalization, and uh, we have a great team here. Tom Kurokhoff just joined as our CFO. Tom came from TGI Fridays and Blockbuster, Yum! Brands, and um, and uh, Burger King in his career. Mark Lohman is our chief brand officer. He came to us after years at BCG where he worked in the restaurant sector repositioning brands and building Uh, strategic playbooks to revitalize them Uh, he also has been at Qdoba Cool Planet and spent some time at Inspire Brands and Pat Hilton leads our uh, operations and uh, he was 10 years at McDonald's and 10 years at Burger King so not only do they all have great industry experience but they've got experience with brand turnarounds and revitalizing brands and reinvigorating brands and repositioning brands and it's where we get our energy. It's what we love to do. So that was a starting point. And then each of these executive team members had to build their team. And each team that they're building, we call a center of excellence because uh, they are building a very strong core team that can support the multiple brands in the portfolio. So as you can imagine, Shelley, we buy a or we acquire a small brand the size of a Taco Del Mar, brands of that size really can't afford financially to bring together the size team they need to compete in the space. What the Centers of Excellence will do and does today is really allow brands like Taco Del Mar, like a Quiznos that's growing again, to have the tremendous support that they need to achieve uh, their greatness once again, uh, at a, in, in a manner in which that we can leverage across the multiple brands. The centers of excellence, we've made a lot of progress there. I would say that uh, uh, the executive team has done a really fine job of building out their teams to support the multiple brands, and we'll continue to do so. We we continue to add talents to each center of excellence as we add brands to the portfolios, so that. Uh, all the brands get what they need to reach their greatness
1: as you talked i was thinking it's kind of like extreme makeover qsr edition it's uh your work must be really fun to do to watch these brands reblossom, so to speak
0: you know it's not only fun but it's fulfilling i mean i think all of us here get a tremendous amount of fulfillment working with these brands that we know have a great opportunity to be very very special uh, in the restaurant space but also in their sector and as we see progress being made as we see these brands start to achieve some success it's very very fulfilling and to be able to work with such a talented executive team who every day comes in with this passion to reinvigorate the brands um, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a ton of fun, and with every brand that we acquire, every brand's going to have some uniquenesses to it, but uh, they'll all be fulfilling as we take them down the path of, number one, repositioning them, number two, creating relevance for the consumer today, and then number three, really watching them be successful in the space.
1: You know, I assume this is kind of an urgent, relatively, or maybe it's not. You tell me, uh, pretty urgent to kind of relaunch these with uh, new energy and renewed identities. Um, How do you do that quickly in this business?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. There certainly is a sense of urgency. And I would say in part that sense of urgency comes from just how competitive the restaurant industry is right now. I mean, there's an old saying that, you know, great restaurant brands have a healthy amount of paranoia that they never want to rest on their successes because there's always an emerging brand that's working hard to steal market share. So yeah, there's a sense of urgency to really get these brands on a path to where they can reclaim their appropriate market share and then build upon that. But with every brand, uh, based on what needs to be done, what you don't wanna do is create a sense of urgency and miss the big opportunity. So uh, to some degree, you have to to be patient. Uh, To some degree, you have to create that playbook for each brand and the extensive nature of that playbook will determine just how quickly uh, you can relaunch and revitalize that brand but there is this undercurrent of uh, sense of urgency there is this healthy paranoia to where we've got to work hard every day because everyone's trying to get their portion of the market share that healthy amount of paranoia hopefully will allow us to work harder than the other guy and take more market share than the other guy
1: Could you kind of give us the current store count for each of these brands? And since they still fall in kind of the mid-market area size-wise, are there any unique challenges or opportunities due to their size?
0: Yeah, I would say with the smaller sizes, so just to give you some some relative bearing, Quiznos has, call it, 442 restaurants today, Taco Del Mar, uh, 93. So, you know, with the smaller brands, you don't have the efficiencies that you would have with some of the larger brands. Probably two of the most noteworthy are marketing the brand for smaller brands. You really have to get very, very strong and very nimble in the digital space because it's inefficient to try to leverage too many of the other channels. Digital can be incredibly uh, powerful for brands of this size. So getting strong there is of paramount importance. And then on the supply chain side, as we grow, and as our unit count continues to grow, then we just become more and more efficient on the supply chain side as well. However, that as we add multiple brands to the portfolio, we'll also gain efficiencies from that perspective on the purchasing side. Not so much on the marketing side, because each brand will be marketed very uniquely, but on the purchasing on the supply chain side, we will capitalize on scale and efficiencies as we continue to add brands to the portfolio. Uh, So I'd say there's challenges, but there's also upside opportunities that we'll realize uh, in the uh, not too distant future as we continue to build up the portfolio of Regal Restaurant Group.
1: What do you see in the next five to ten years for growth for these brands? I mean, if you had to speculate, where would Quiznos be and where would Taco de Mar be in a couple of years?
0: Yeah, so I would say that um, you know both of them. Um, Are well on their way of being repositioned. In other In other words, the consumer is looking for certain things from brands today, and positioning a brand correctly within the need states of a consumer is critical. So, I believe we've done the strategic work. We understand the right position for each of these brands. The playbook is developed. We're executing the playbook. Uh, We're working on prototype designs to once again leapfrog the competition and reclaim that leadership space that uh, we once enjoyed. So I would say in two to three years, we'll we'll be well down the path of not only these brands being repositioned and enjoying organic growth, but also enjoying unit growth as we create a more profitable economic model for franchisees. You know, really, uh, we're, we're focused on franchising. We love franchising. We have a tremendous amount of respect for franchisees. And uh, we really do come to work every day wanting to build a stronger economic model for our franchisees so they can drive wealth for themselves, their families, and, uh, and those that have invested in them. So um, not only do we have tremendous passion for revitalizing brands, but we do it because of how much we care about and care for uh, our franchisees and how much we appreciate and respect the fact that they've invested in our brands. And now we want to support them and help them make as much money as they can.
1: Here, here. Now, if I can take a step back from the brand says to Rigo Restaurant Group, where's this company going? And can you give us any hints about brand acquisitions in the next? year or so?
0: <laughs> well, I wish I could. I can't, uh, I can't give you any hints, but I can tell you that there is uh, a sizable population of brands that I think would be great fits for Rego Restaurant Group. And there's a couple ways to think about this there are some standalone brands that just can't afford to resource themselves appropriately to reach that next milestone, to continue to invest in evolving the concept, and we can step in and provide tremendous leadership there. Then there are brands that are owned by uh, larger parent companies, and those larger parent companies have just don't have the time to focus on these smaller brands, we become a great leadership group to acquire those as well. So there's a number of brands like that out there. And uh, you know what we're, what we're doing is just really looking at all of the opportunities. So I would say that long term we're looking at 10 to 12 brands. We have two today. Uh, we've only been together as a leadership team here for about seven months. So the pipeline of uh, of active interest is high. And uh, gosh, as soon as we have something signed on the dotted line, we'll reach out to you first and jump back on a podcast and, and talk about uh, that brand and, and how we will revitalize that one as well.
1: Okay. I have that recorded, you know. <laughs>
0: You, you, you can take me up on that at any time.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Tim, so much. I, uh, it, it's fun what you do, and it's fun to watch what you do. I will be standing by with notepads.
0: That sounds great. I really appreciate your time today. As you can tell, uh, I just really enjoy talking about what we do here at Vigo Restaurant Group. Uh, I love these two brands. Uh, Our franchisees are counting on us to do good work for them so they can create some wealth. And uh, we look forward to adding to the family and continuing to build this portfolio out so that everybody, every franchisee, just thrives in the marketplace.
1: Terrific. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie.